What? 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 Just... Everyone just keeps what? saying what. Why is that? What? Was... What? 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 <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. This what are we talking going about? To be amazing. <laughs> 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 Lol. Welcome to a very special 100th episode of Two Titans and a Hunter, Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we are not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keep Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 information, news, and options. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us by email, two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Indiana and on my left is Phoenix the Demon and on my right, not Houndish, Night Demon. On the other side of the pond, we have no one responds in real life. Joined by his handler, Killer Alex, and the one and only pink-panted Titan Purdy. Now over to Killer Alex with what's happening in Destiny 2, wait, in Destiny next week. Next week in Destiny, the dawning continues, spread cheer far and wide. Enjoy boosted infamy all week long. All right, all right, all right. Enter the Exodius Black and the Exodius Crash Nightfall the Ordeal. Shax brings Clash to the Crucible. Don't know really how I think about any of those things because personally I don't really I don't really do that stuff that much, so don't know my opinion on it. <gasps> You don't do the 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 dawning? <gasps> Wait, no, you absolutely do the crucible. What are you talking about? Well, I don't remember what clash is off the top of my head. Oh, that's parody? where we have parody around. Yeah, clash is where you jump into crucible and murder people. That's it. That's all I have to do. Only objective, find the man, shoot the man, find the man again, shoot him again. There you go. No objectives, no nothing. Just Sounds fun. Your score is based on how many people you can kill. Have you Sounds two got funny. any questions about what Clash is or any questions for Parody regarding Crucible while we've got him here? I don't know. That's mm. helpful. When's the, when's the Iron Banner coming back? Probably about three weeks from now. Whenever your dad starts to get really excited, you'll know it's coming back. Three more podcasts later. Yes. Pretty much, yep. Whenever you start hearing your dad talk about something called the Iron Burden, that's when you know it's coming. Don't you mean the Iron Banana? No, I mean the Iron Burden, because the Iron Burden is a title that your father earned, and he takes an unusual amount of pride in that title. Yes, he does. So welcome, listeners, to our 100th episode. Some crazy reason we came up with the idea of having our children on the show. Now, unfortunately, Parody doesn't own any children. He couldn't find any children. (laughs) So I've had to provide two to respawn to one, unfortunately. So 
One of mine is standing in for parody, really. I, Phoenix you can does choose it. Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix is standing in for parody. Oh, really? Hi, parody. Hi, daddy. I'm not really here. You're me. No, was there a comma between those two <laughs> statements? No, no, he's calling parody his father. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, we've been meaning to tell you there's a little secret we've been keeping from you, and uh... that, that's fine. <laughs> Hot tips this week on the show. Parody is actually Phoenix's father. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're just thinking that's one less set of presents I have to buy for the child, and we're good. I don't know. Somewhere I need to have. You provided the genetic material. You have to provide the ha- the life material, bro. Sorry, that was the trade off. <laughs> So this week we don't have a this week of right over that. We asked you to write over that. We don't have a this week. We don't have a this week of Bungie. I have one question. Do we have not R? Not R. Yes, but he's not. He's got lots of Christmas stuff to do, Porchy. So he's got shopping and shopping and more shopping to probably do. Shopping, 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 and. Not off did try and record, or he was trying to get one of his children to record some law this week. I've got a ten-year-old, well, nine-year-old child in front of me, umming and ahhing whether she wants to read some law or not. Amazing! I already tell it's going to be great. Big fan. fan. As as I said, we've got no this week at Bungie to discuss, Mm -hmm. but there have been some Polygon articles for us to have a look through and discuss with our children i guess you know to get their opinions their hot takes on what's happening with destiny nice so do you want to lead us in with the first article respawn sure all right so destiny 2's older subclasses could in fact get an upgrade what does this mean to the general public basically it means um the destiny 2 powers that be have hinted that our current light-based subclasses are going to get a facelift to make them more like our darkness subclass. What do I mean by that? Well, back in Destiny 1, for all of you that haven't played Destiny 1, you had three subclasses still, but they were basically just... um, How can I put this? You know how on your weapons you have different perks you can pick on your weapons, right? Or imagine a whole subclass with like, God, how many do we have? Like thirty different options. About I think that, yeah. it was it was a lot of different options you could click. There were many different columns, and in each column you could click one thing. I think there were ten columns. Each column had like three or four options in that column, right? And you can customize your subclass to do all kinds of different things based on whichever perks you picked in each column. Okay. Kind of like we do now with the darkness subclass with the aspects and this and that and the other, right? Not quite the same, a little different. So basically, there's there's rumors in the mill right now that our light subclasses are going to get a similar rework as our current darkness subclass did, right? Or not did, but like our current darkness subclass is. And there might even be some supers that just go away entirely. For example, um, like uh, Warlock. You know, the Warlock has an overbomb top tree, an overbomb bottom tree, and then your kind of middle tree, which is like the the burst 
thing. What? It's just the roaming super for Warlock. Yeah, yeah, it's a completely different style of super. So um, it's been hinted that, like, for example, that middle tree Warlock Void Super would go away, and then you'd just be left with the Void Super, but you'd have many different options to change how that Void Super functions, you know? And also you know, different aspects that choose how your grenade functions, how your melee functions, how if you heal, you know, do you eat your grenade? Do you throw your grenade and it splits? Do you throw your grenade and it makes a big void grenade? You know, whatever, right? Kind of like what we do right now with the, with the darkness. So uh, that's basically what that article covers. Uh, you can go back and read it if you want to. It is a Polygon article, like he said, and it's called Destiny 2's Older Subclasses Could Get an Upgrade Eventually. Now, in hearing that, Alexander, how do you feel about some of your supers maybe possibly going away? I'm fine because I personally dislike Middle Tree Void on Warlock. But what if they took away something that you did like, right? Like, are there any of the new subclasses you like? Like, okay, Middle Tree Arc. That's just a Kamehameha wave in lieu of, like, the Lightning Fingers. What if they took the Kamehameha away? I mean, I think a couple of different people would dislike it because a lot of people like using that for DPS. Yeah, I mean, that's I my personal favorite overall. So I'd be heartbroken personally, but you're just okay with some of these supers going away? Just kind of meh? Well, not the middle tree arc because I personally think it's kind of funny to just shoot a giant arc beam while floating in the air. Nice. And what do you think about the rework? So instead of the three trees that you have now for the light based, what would you do you think it would be better if that went from a tree system to an artifact system like we have with the dark? Which do you prefer? I think the artifact system with the dark would be a little bit better because then you wouldn't be bound to certain things for if you want more or less a slova bomb, but you want your grenade to split instead of get stronger. All right. Well done. Anything else you want to talk about on the subject before we give it over to the other children? No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Phoenix, what's your word on the matter, buddy? I wouldn't like oh, if one subclass. What do you mean by one subclass? You mean like one subclass overall or one subclass per element? One per element. Ah, okay. And why would you like that better than the three tree system that we have now? There's different options to choose from. Like, if you just had one, you'll get bored. You switch mm. to the other one, you get bored. The other one, you get bored. And then you can't use any. You That's true. But what happened? Okay, so let's say you just want the one subclass for each element-based ability, right? What happens if that trade-off means you might end up losing one of your favorite supers? You still be okay with it? No. No. What's your favorite super to use, Phoenix? Blade Barrage. Ooh, see, that's actually a good one, right? Because Blade Barrage is the one that's different from the rest of the Hunter Golden Gun tree, right? So if the rumors are true, that one would be the one to go away, 
and all that would be left is customization of the golden gun tree to do different things right so if what you wanted came true you might end up losing blade barrage but it could make golden gun better overall how do you think about that no no <laughs> you want the three trees system back then yes <laughs> well that was fast Indiana, have you got any opinions on this? So would you like it if they took away the Blade Barrage and just left you with the Golden Gun? Would you like having to do both of them? You have the choice of you can do that one or that one. I like having both of them. But you just said you swapped to doing the Void. Yeah. So you like going invisible? Yeah. With the Night Stalker. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, I would love to be able to have Bottom Tree Tether with top tree dodge invisibility. Oh. That would be kind of too good because then you wouldn't have to throw stuff at your feet every time you want to go invisible. Sir, your opinion is rejected. That would not be too good. That would be the perfect amount of good. Okay? Saying that because you like that subclass on that tree. Yeah, so? Doesn't mean anything. It's all about the balance, really. Regardless of whether we like to pair something with something else, mm -hmm. like we had with Destiny 1, where you could just pick and choose a lot. There was a lot more variation with how you could build your subclass. At the moment, if they did that, I think it would break the game completely with how they've tried to rework it with the aspects and fragments. I think what Bungie need to do is take a step back and listen to the community, because I think the community want to keep the the different subclasses with the different abilities and they should treat the light subclasses differently to how they treat the dark subclasses and i think the dark subclasses should work with the aspects and fragments and maybe they could build into somehow a light version of that where we could then eventually get back to being like destiny one where you could select different nodes to then build a different way of how you play like you were saying respawn if you could put the the invisibility with the bottom bottom tree night stalker would be really good so if they could incorporate that rather than taking things out maybe slim down some of the choices to make them more viable across the board rather than getting away rather than taking away the the void warp and just leaving the the warlocks with the nova bomb i think they need to incorporate all the aspects of the light into their subclasses because when you're a hammer titan, you like to either throw hammer or you like to have that big hammer to smash down on the ground. And it depends on what you're playing, whether you're playing PvP or whether you're playing PvE. There are various different things that people gravitate towards when they're playing the PvP side to what they would then change to to do PvE. You know, the, like at the moment, we've got the, the stasis abilities really rife in Crucible because they are very good at part of either neutral play or aggressive play and i think that's what the light subclasses are are kind of lacking in crucible at the moment they haven't got they haven't been updated to kind of get people's interests back into them people are you know like we've always said interested in the new hotness so they want to use something that they can use that you know i think the crucible is all about the gunplay and the mm. stasis really helps, you know, emphasize some of the plays that you can use with that, especially with these grenades and slamming down to the ground with the, the hunters. That's a, a fantastic thing. That's like taking a page out of the Titans book. Right. And not just that, but, but the grenade wall. 
right? I can't tell you how many times I've used that grenade as a barrier instead of an attack, you know? It's 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 such a handy tool. Hey, you want to freeze things and then blow them up? You know, ice wall grenade. Hey, you you're getting messed over by two ogres in a 1280 nightfall? Hey, <laughs> ice wall grenade. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think the, the thing is that in this article that we'll link in the show notes, that Luke Smith's quote has been kind of taken out of context of what he kind of wants for the game going forward. I think at the end of the day, I think what he wants to do is kind of really refine the supers to something similar to how we have in the darkness. Yeah. You know, he says that they're, at the moment, the Hunter, the Warlock, and the Titan are kind of homogenous. And mm-hmm. he's noted that, that revisiting the super system for these classes could provide a chance to hone them. But I you think know, it's Polygon that have kind of taken it out of context. We're saying that... Completely sorry. new modular customization system? Yeah, this is where Polygon kind of take over the talking. They say that Smith is talking about a classic Warlock super ability, Novabot, and comparing it to the mediocre PvP-only super, Novabot. But it's not really a PvP only. People still use it in PvE. It's still something that people would still use. And he hasn't said that he's going to be cutting out Nova War. He was just talking about possibly, you know... Like a what-if scenario. Yeah, Yeah. a what-if scenario. He didn't actually say that. And he he then had to go back onto Reddit and explain himself later on and say, on a long enough time horizon, it it sure would be sweet to have all the supers in Destiny use the same system. The Stasis system is very cool and we like it. It's got more agency, flexibility and freedom than Destiny 2 of the Forsaken system with their interlocking perks. It was more like a D1 in terms of agency and I like that much more. So that's what we were saying. I think that's what they're trying to get back to is this, that you can select your different nodes to create your own subclass, which is what we've, I think from everybody said from Destiny 1 to Destiny yeah. 2, why did they lock people into you only you can only select one of three out of these three selections while you're on this topic i i want to say this because i will forget right we know mm-hmm. how i am bungie has an opportunity here they won't take it because we know how they are but they have an opportunity to do something great with all the light based subclasses right so let's take your uh titan bubble right yeah if you press it you get the Sentinel Shield, and you got the roaming super that does whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But if you hold it, then it pops a bubble. Yep. So taking that and expanding it, right? So if they have the new modular system, right, and we're down to just the Golden Guns or just the the Sentinel Shields or just the Throwing Hammers or whatever, right? Let's just say, for the sake of argument, that we do that, right? Instead yep. of eliminating the new subclasses from each tree make it so that you hold it instead right let's say you got a throwing hammer right but if you're in the heat of battle and you decide hey i want the maul instead well you hold down your super and you get the maul instead of the throwing hammer or the hunter right instead of you know jumping in the air and popping off the one tether i hold it and now i have the roaming you know night stalker you know, they have an opportunity where they can do something similar, something I think would be great by allowing us to hold down a super to get a different functionality like your your current Void Titans can, right? Or at least the one subclass can. So that would be something good for them to look into when they're talking about modul- modularization and, quote, getting rid of, you know, the non-IP supers or whatever, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. 
I mean, Luke Smith goes on to further say, from a thematic creative perspective, it sure would be sweet if the classes had strong gameplay identities instead of some of the homogeny that is steadily emerging. That, sorry, that has steadily emerged. No plans to look at the classes' homogeny right now. And many other things to focus on. So I think this is one of those things. That I think I heard Paul Tassi talk about this on his YouTube channel. This is a developer spitball, just throwing out an idea. It's nothing that's actually in the works. It's just in the grand scheme of things, we would have liked to get everything looking like this. But because we've got an old system of this is how we built Destiny 2 with these like subclasses, and this is the way we built them to start off with, we can't really go back to a de we can't suddenly insert you know destiny one supers into the game because it would you know there's lots of complications with that so i think in the long-term goal perspective he would like to get everything kind of looking nice and neat like we've got the stasis but yeah like you said it's um it'd be it'd be really interesting that you know you could change supers on the fly but still have them incorporated into that super Parody, if you've got any views on this. No. <laughs> that was a great reason. <laughs> I mean, the only, the only thing I was, I was reading these articles going, so basically what you're going to say is we had good modular cl classes and subclasses in Destiny 1, you streamlined them and simplified them in Destiny 2, and now you want to go back to the way they were in Destiny 1. I see a theme developing. Yeah, I mean, Destiny 1, What by the, by the end of Destiny 1 parody, it was a phenomenal game. That's why everybody had hopes for D2, which came out not Destiny, in my humble opinion, in the beginning, right? No, no, the, it was absolutely Destiny. They had it mostly built. They scrapped three quarters of it. Then they just put it out and said, eh, it's, all, it's kind of mostly there, just <laughs> like they did with Destiny 1. So it's very authentically Destiny. Uh-huh. Yeah, the only but thing... unfortunately, it's taken us four years... Yeah. yeah. It, it, unfortunately, it's taken us you know four years to get back to still not what we had at the end of D1. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair though, uh, they are moving like, like you said, more towards the RPG, and this I think is, I think it's a good step in the right direction. I, since day one, have hated the the tree system. I've always hated it. You know, we 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 lost a lot of game in game functionality, in game customization, in game options as to how to attack and tackle different things, right? With the Vault of Glass coming back, right? Remember how you had to specifically tune your class with the Vault of Glass? That rhyme didn't mean it, right? Hey, if I you tune your class, you mean put a bubble on and hope for the best? Yes. <laughs> okay, maybe the Titans had it more simple. But, uh, <laughs> you know, other classes had to tune specifically for the Vault of Glass. And with that coming back, you know, now we're left with stasis and, and these very static skill trees, right? And it just it, it makes me it makes me think of home, you know, and we got Destiny one guns that have been coming back here and there the last four years, you know, just just give just just give me my supers like we had it in D1. All right. The first column, what super do you want? Second column, what kind of grenade do you want? Third column, freaking uh, how do you want your grenade to behave? Next column, how do you want your dodge sub? Uh, well or wall to behave you know whatever all these different things in one you know just like d1 man just 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 give me dots i can fill in the dots right don't give me three separate trees give me dots i want dots i need dots gotta have dots all the dots 
So while we're talking about the supers and different things, there was another article that Polygon released that was earlier than that. From I think it was they released one on the 14th of December, the 16th, and then there's one on the 18th. So do you want to take us through Destiny's 2's new ice powers will evolve in year four parody? So yeah, so there's yeah they're they're building out stasis and going to make it more modular. They're going to make it you know they've given us the what the six fragments the two aspects we can swap between and now they're saying we're going to have more and this is a reference that I figure uh respawn might have a little more insight into as uh I think Kevin Yanes called it the quote diet materia from Final Fantasy 7. Now I played a little bit of Final Fantasy 7 like a million years ago back in the olden days but I definitely didn't get that deep into it. Was is that the sort of like you know the big branching tree of you have this and then just like you know this entire tree branch system breaks up and you can go over here and over here and unlock these parts and these parts and these parts? You said Final Fantasy seven, right? Yeah. No. Okay. So I guess, no, that's yeah, more like so I guess a Final the, Fantasy nine kind of thing, right? Final Fantasy seven is you have weapons and you have armor, and these weapons and armor have slots in them, right? Uh, you okay. have individual so like slots. What we have now. Yeah, you have individual slots and then you have linked slots an individual slot will just that materia which is what he's talking about imagine a materia as a skill of some type okay Mm -hmm. so each slot you could stick in a materia and gain a skill of some type right uh the linked slots would allow you to combine two aspects of a materia right so let's say you had the all materia and you had the heal materia in a linked slot Right. Well, in that particular instance, your heal, which normally you can only cast on one person at a time, now you can cast on everybody simultaneously, kind of thing. Right. And you had X number of slots per different armors and weapons, depending on what they were and things like that. Marvelous. So basically, more of what we have now, not something like completely, completely new and different. As far as the armor goes, yes. But you also had those options on your weapons themselves, too. Actually, no, we do have that. The yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, exactly like what we have now. It gives us skills for weapons and armor. Yeah, marvelous. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm excited with the direction they're taking it in. I'm happy always to get more of it because I enjoy. I enjoy. I would love to be able to take my gun and my armor and actually do something with it. Versus like, hey, here's a warmind thing you can put in. You could do the light things that I still have yet to actually use or play with. You know, you should though. I mean, you. It, they've given it to you right now, Dear sir. And, and, I, and I'm reaching out to you very specifically, Parody. Right? They've given you the tools, and you are not taking advantage of the tools. Like for for you the longest time, I have I have all the these. Order, but you can't make him put down the auto rifle. Right? You no, you can do stuff with the auto rifle, dude. Like, okay, all right, all right. Again, so, you're I'm not wrong. too excited. I have listened to all the things about how I could and how I do and how I should. Yeah. And then I just don't and go, that seems like work. I don't want to do work. I just want to yeah. shoot people. I want to go over there, shoot the lads, walk over there, shoot different lads. That's it. Yeah. I don't want to think about this too hard. Like the, the, the first time I started experimenting with them, experimenting with them, it was all the, the whole stacks of light thing. And I really like it. I still like it. I still use it. And only very recently, and I am emphasizing the word very, have I discovered the awesomeness of the different stuff you can do with the Warmind stuff. Right? So, I mean, there's nothing to it but to just, like, try it out, dude, you know? Try out, just, like, just put on, hey, I have this Warmind, I have the Aikilos, right? You put it on the submachine gun. Well, it has a chance to spawn a Warmind cell that detonates. Okay, I'm going to shoot it. Oh, holy crap, a lot of ads died. 
well, on this piece of armor, I can add a thing called global reach, which extends the explosive radius. Holy crap. Everybody that I can see within this area is now dead, right? Just by shooting a war mine cell. So, I mean, Destiny has given you the tools. You, sir, need to take them and use them. All that you see, Simba, is dead. You have murdered all of them. <laughs> so, Parody, could you explain it to me, what they're saying in this article? Like I'm an eight and nine-year-old, and I understand what you're telling me about the aspects and fragments going forward in the next year. You're going to have more of them. If you've bothered to get any of them now, you're going to have more of them. They're going to do different things. Like the, the one that I have, because I'm lazy, and have not gotten many of them, one allows my Titan to slide significantly farther than before and destroy any ice walls in its path. So they're going to give you basically, it'll be the stasis subclass and you'll be able to do different perks or different things. You can swap it and out. There's now, other we'll, things that hunters can do and warlocks can do. I don't know what they are. Will we be, will we be gaining new aspects or will we lose the ones we currently have in lieu of new ones like are we going to continue to build with more and more aspects and fragments or is it going to be like a this season these are gone next season you get these kind of thing they haven't said as far as i'm aware the, the, the season should expand with new ex, new aspects and fragments allowing each player to have a more unique stasis configuration but they haven't said if it's going to be like the rest of the seasonal stuff if it goes away at the end or if you just get more and more and more and more hopefully it's it's you can at least build up a you know, like a big bank of these. Mm-hmm. Of course, at that point, my thought immediately goes to, and, you know, in that there's only, what, two aspects and six fragments, or maybe that's the other way For now. Yeah. For now. Yeah, as long as they don't do do like six every single season and keep them all, because then you're into the mod problem of, I'm going to put this aspect on. Hold on. Let me, let me page through 16 pages to find the one I was looking for. So as long as they either give us a lot of them and give us a way to say, you know, organize them or search for them or do, you know, do something like that or get rid of the ones we don't need, hide them. You know, if we can manage some of this massive data they're going to give us, or yeah, if it is each new season, you get six, six and two new ones do that, but you know, pick one. I, I would love to see them expand it, but also, you know, it's so new and there's just not much there yet. I, I don't a reasonable agree. You know, you don't want it to be infinite like the mods, but you do want way more customizability than what we currently have with any of our light or dark business based subclasses you know yeah and, and i do i do like the the fact that there, there is at least a step to go acquired it isn't just hey you turn on the game and here they are or you play the initial quest and here they are you have to do a little bit of work to go acquire these things so maybe you aren't completely overloaded by here's 67 options on this new class figure it out have fun because god knows destiny would just dump that on you and go hope you've hope you've read and listened to podcasts and figure out how to use all these bye mm. So let me ask you this, Parody, right? So remember in D1, our our supers, you had to gain experience. And based on the experience you had, you would unlock new options, right? But it was strictly experience-based. You didn't have to go do specific things to get a specific thing. You just had to acquire X number of experience. Hey, you've leveled up. Now you get to pick a node kind of thing, right? Now, do you prefer that the experience-based super unlocking for like aspects and fragments, or do you think what we have to do now, we have to go do a very specific activity to unlock a very specific aspect or fragment? To be honest, you still have to do 
something in the game you still have to play right. an activity and level yourself up with xp to do that you know unfortunately you have to pick a quest and, and go and play like a game mode to get some of the, the aspects and fragments unlocked or you have to go and do a mission see, i don't like that right because i don't want to be forced to play crucible if i don't want to you know taking an aspect that's why they give you the choice do you want to go and play crucible do you want to play gambit or do you want to play strikes how about just let me get experience and based on my experience i get the aspect okay so maybe there should be a fourth node to let you pick you like playing crucible you like playing iron banana i just want to play gambit all day every day yeah because that's what you want i personally love gambit thank you respawn you're replaced (laughs) (sighs) see what what i i get from that respawn even when we we logged into destiny 2 we still had to use experience to unlock the different nodes for our supers didn't we we had to make sure that we'd done x amount of xp and then you get you'd earn a, a node to unclick basically wouldn't you to say yes i'll i'll have that part of my titan super unlocked and you could collect i think across your your character from just playing the campaign it gave you a, a different it gave you like the i can't remember what they were called they were just like nodes weren't they and it said if you play this mission you'll get a node and then you can collect which one you want to unlock and you weren't constricted by just playing and just unlocking the solar abilities you could if you wanted to do one mission do arc one mission do solar one mission do void and play it like that so they kind of built that into destiny 2 where you had to go and do missions to get these nodes to then slot into your supers to unlock so i think that's where they've kind of carried on with okay we'll take out the nodes we'll just say pick up this quest and you can go and unlock this instead the other thing that I found quite interesting with playing all the characters with stasis is that the aspects and fragments that you get, I can't remember what it is. Is it the the aspects are the ones that you, you've got two of? Yes, the aspects give you slots for your fragments. Okay, so the aspects that you get for each class of character only allow you to put in certain fragments. So with the hunter, you can only put two fragments on. With the Titan, you can put three fragments, and for the Warlock, you can put four fragments. So no, we can we can have three as well. Can you? Oh, oh no, frag fragments. Yeah, no, we can we can have three slotted at once. Are you, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, it's only the two until you get your second aspect. Yeah. So I found that interesting that the Warlock gets an extra node. I thought that across the board you'd be able to kind of be able to put in the same amount of things but maybe because like they said they're going to expand on it over the seasons for the next year that different fragments will come along so that you can maybe put five in a titan or six in a in a hunter and only still have four warlocks depending on what kind of builds you wanted to do no warlocks we decided are the overlords we bow down to them they get more than we do because that's their rank in the world <laughs> right now, yeah, no. Oh, oh, warlocks are just ridiculous, but we're not going to get into that. They're so good. Um, but no, at, at some point in time, you're going to get overpowered, though. You have to keep that in mind, right? The, the more and more stuff we can add to our uh, our subclasses, the more 
overpowered we're going to be. And we're already having issues with being overpowered that, you know, Destiny has to add things like stomp mechanics and overload champions and this and that and the other, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Alex and and you two, have you played with Stasis yet, the, the Frozen subclass? I have. I've only played it on two characters, though, Hunter and Morlock. I'm getting questions here. What because stasis? this is the only two that matter. Ice. Ice. Have you you haven't unlocked it yet? Then you haven't got to that. I haven't played Destiny. Oh, the truth I comes out. I haven't played Destiny for a day. You haven't played Destiny for a day. Oh, for a day. Nice. For a day. I've forgotten everything Destiny that I wanted to. Sorry, Dad. I haven't played Destiny today yet. But you haven't unlocked your ice subclass yet, have you? Back to the Destiny mines. I don't know. No, we don't know. We don't know what's happening. Oh, you're right. It is only two. Bungie, just give me stasis. Okay. for it. I see. That's what I thought, and I thought there'd be more hunters complaining. How how can we only get two when the Titans get three and the Warlocks get four? They haven't looked at them yet. They're just throwing ice tornadoes at everyone. Yes, they are. I mean, I would be too if I had an ice tornado. Well, what, what they did with our aspects, it's almost like they gave us two free fragments, right? Um, we got the Shatter Dive, which a lot of people are jealous over, and I am super happy about, right? And that's almost like a fragment in its own right. And the same thing with Winter Shroud, dodging slows nearby targets. Which, by the way, when you pair those, when you, when you pair the Winter Shroud with, oh, I don't know, Bombardiers, <laughs> it creates a very fun environment, let me tell you. But yeah, so maybe that's why we're not complaining, is because our overall abilities make us feel like we have more fragments than what we actually have. Okay. So. Yeah, the, the hunters really found their shatter dive and iron banner. They were like, "Look, look what we can do! We figured it out." Oh, we were you the victim of the combo combo? Oh, I was victim <laughs> of many a shatter dive, my friend. There were, uh, there were many. I mean, I mean, really, iron banner and stasis is just kind of like, "I'm going to go over here. Something ice base is going to kill me. I don't know who. I don't know where <laughs> it's coming from." But I'm gonna die. That's just what's going to happen. And what's really funny is is our shatter dive works on your ice. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you put down an ice wall. Oh, you silly, silly titan! Let me show you what I can do with it. <laughs> Just like, I'm assuming I could also slide through a you know a non me ice wall, but I again usually am being killed by an ice tornado or a warlock from sometime next week. No, you you were killed in Crucible by a warlock popping a super in 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 what you call Gambit. it. Uh, Gambit, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the warlock was reading. He was like, hold on, there's a man in the cruise. Right <laughs> hold on, let me just hit that guy over there. All right, continue. We anyway. got this. So uh, something that you guys, you two here, and maybe Alex hasn't experienced yet, are the raids. Am I correct in that? Alex is, I'm getting him ready for the raid, actually. Okay, but at the moment, he hasn't experienced it. I've played raid, or I've done a he did Scourge of the raids, Past. I believe. Yeah, you did Scourge oh, of the Past. I did Scourge and I've done Leviathan before. Yeah. Fancy. I haven't done Leviathan. No, you didn't do Leviathan. You had a play on the Leviathan, didn't you, Shinya? So, are you, are you asking him what his opinion is on them? No, I was just saying, or... I was just going to dive into the next article from Polygon. Oh, okay. Which was, which was about Vault of Glass getting a facelift for Destiny 2, not a mm. rework. So I was just asking the guys, you know, have you guys played any raids? And I know you two probably haven't played Vault of Glass because you didn't play Destiny 1 I did. that much. <clears throat> Alex, did you play 
Destiny 1, and did you have a go at Vault of Glass? I don't think I ever got high enough light in order to go into Vault. No. Okay. No, and not so, only that, but he was like, God, six or seven at the time Vault of Glass was a thing. My brain couldn't comprehend anything in the raid, even if I tried. Yeah, I mean, look, I've seen Fallout take five year olds to the lighthouse, so <laughs> no excuse. No excuse yeah. yeah, but that's that's a PvP thing, that's not a everybody has to know mechanics kind of no, thing. No, everybody doesn't need to know mechanics in Vault of oh, Glass. Vault of Glass, uh, no, the mechanic you needed was just stand in or near the Titan bubble and you'll be fine, <laughs> or maybe that was just the frozen method for Vault of Glass. I, I don't know. No, the frozen method was place a bubble somewhere and either somebody in the bubble kills themselves with a rocket launcher or somebody outside the bubble shoots a rocket launcher a millisecond before somebody pops a bubble and then it detonates and kills them. Uh, that was our pro, pro boss strat. <laughs> <laughs> so for anybody that doesn't know, the Vault of Glass was Destiny 1's first ever raid. and It was very... I knew it. He knew it. Come on, everybody else should too. Right? Yeah. Um, it was like that the, the Bungie couldn't ever beat it again. It was like best raid ever. They had the best weapons, they had the best mechanics, they had the kind of best bosses. It was just perfect from the get-go, wasn't it? And I think every other raid since then has kind of tried to aspire to that and and not it has I mean, some of them have come close, you know, a lot of people's opinions say you know, the Taken King raid was better than this one or the Crotor raid because it was faster. Wrath of the Machine, Last Crota Wish. Crotor was, was a strike, let's be honest here. Yeah, but... It, it, it was a strike! <laughs> so the, the Vault of Glass, I'm just explaining this to you, Nixie, it's a six-player activity where everybody goes in and you go in and you, you defeat bosses and you have to defeat about six bosses and there's different things like mazes and things that I you have to go I did it by through. myself and I got half for it. No, you didn't. See? It's a strike. No, I'm talking about Vault of Glass. There was mazes and things that you had to and they're, going, they're talking about bringing the Vault of Glass back yeah. so that people in Destiny 2 can experience it and have a go. But the thing is, if they brought it back as it is now from Destiny 1, with all the supers and all the weapons and all our new abilities, we'd be able to easily go through it. That You know, you wouldn't even need to try. So what they're talking about in this new article from Joe Blackburn is that they're going to try and rework it so it's maybe going to be different somehow or difficult. But a little he bit more difficult. says it's going to be a facelift, not a rework. Yeah. Which means we're going to add champions and make it irritating. Probably. But does that mean the Vex with the glass is coming back? Ah! They haven't mentioned it. So for anybody that doesn't know, the Vex with the glass was a fusion rifle that fired like an auto rifle. With It, it, it was stupid to start off with. It was so broken in the game. First of all, it was not stupid. Don't listen to him. It was and is an amazing gun, and it needs to come back. <laughs> it, it was it an amazing made... gun. It had the best sound. Unfortunately, you ran ammo in about four seconds. <laughs> That's the balance part. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, was, it was the raid ex exotic weapon. So much like we have is the Eyes of Tomorrow from the Deep Stone Crypt raid at the moment. I'm trying to think. It used special ammo, right? It was a it was a primary, wasn't it? I can't I remember. Oh, the kinetic. No, it was it was 
No, it was solar damage. I do remember that. It was solar yeah, it was damage. Solar damage. But, but I'm before we didn't have we didn't have things like we had snipers using. Oh no, I found it. No, it was a primary. Oh my god, it, it didn't even use special ammo. So this is a primary weapon that did solar fusion rifle damage, but at a rate of a machine gun. Just dag on. <laughs> So cross your fingers that it's coming back, and it's coming yeah. back semi-pre-nerf because I think there was a good middle ground that they could get with it, but they kind of nerfed it because it was just too overpowered in the Crucible. Anyway. Bring it back as it is, but just make it use special ammo. Boom. <laughs> Done. Pre-nerf, special ammo, Vex Mythoclast. So Joe Blackburn in the interview goes into detail and saying, I think the ultimate goal here is to make it feel like the Vault of Glass when you first did it that first time. Which is probably pretty different than if no. we just did a straight. No. Mm -mm. The Don't want. <laughs> not, not the first time. Mm -mm. No. Wait, what? Oh, no. Maybe Say the again? time that you completed it. Yeah, let's go with that one. Wait, <laughs> no. Look, I missed something. <laughs> uh, think about the first time you stepped into a raid. Uh huh. Think about who they, those people might have been with. Uh huh. And think about how many hours it took you to fail miserably. Let's not. I, I don't want to have that experience again. Oh, <laughs> I believe my first raid attempt was with the Frozen Clan, if I'm not mistaken. Then you should also not want to, <laughs> want to walk into it like it's your first time. <laughs> so Blackburn explains to Polygon that the raid team responsible for the Vault of Glass remake went back to the original, the PlayStation version, just to see how it felt. And they determined that, you know, Guardians would completely smoke it in Destiny 2 with the armor, like I was explaining to you guys at the beginning. So speaking from personal experience, going back to the old Destiny 2 raids earlier this year, Vault of Glass enemies feel weaker, and the flow of the enemies on the battlefield is extremely slow. So in the modern Destiny, where every super can eliminate a dozen or more enemies, and players can trap doors with weapons like Anarchy, boss encounters like Atheon and the Templar would just completely fall over, which... I completely agree. So there needs to be some kind of there needs to be some kind of mechanic in there as well. I think maybe there's a loss of light or you, you use heavy weapons. There's going to have to be something to it that there's going to be a reason why it's coming back. It, I feel that there should be some kind of law reason why it's being brought back for us to be tested again. So Blackburn goes on to explain that we're definitely going to make changes and make it feel challenging like it felt before. Don't want to go too far and make it feel like it's a different raid. That's true. We do want to keep the same bottle glass experience. The only thing I can think of is, um, you know, you had uh, the shield, right? Somebody had to pick up the artifact and give you a shield or something like that. Yeah. Maybe maybe have that as a, only, you know, only one person can pick it up and then they have like a countdown time. They, they're going to have to change it somehow mechanically, right? Because mechanically speaking, it was significantly easier than any raid we've got now, right? Just from the mechanics of it. So I don't know about adding champions or this and that or the other. You know that there's going to be stop mechanics, unfortunately, so that's kind of a meh. But um, they they have to change the mechanics because the mechanics as they were, I mean, quoting parody over here, it would just be like a strike at this point if they brought it back without changing mm -hmm. any mechanics, you know? And they were also talking about bringing back some of the original weapons, you know, but he says, but no one is out to create a found verdict or Fatebringer here that feels radically different from the original Fatebringer. 
because then it just feels like we're lying to players, right? Like that's not what Fake Bringer feels like. Everyone knows what the recall pattern is on that gun. Everyone knows the perks that they wanted. So it sounds like they're going to bring them back as they were static roles. But does that mean that they're going to bring them back as what they were originally in Destiny One? That we got the first Vault of Glass raid, or are they going to bring them back as? exotics like they did when they reinvented the raids towards the end of destiny one so again for anybody that's new what they did kind of towards the end of destiny one's life is they re-brought back the old raids and updated them with more powerful weapons you know the weapons were powerful again because the, again we had sunsetting in destiny one so they brought back the vault of glass they brought back the um the crota raid i keep saying the crota raid i can't remember what the name of it is it's the um Guys, I don't know. I only ever call it Crota. It was along the lines of Crota's uh, uh, end. Crota's end. Yeah. Crota so, raid, same thing. <laughs> um, and what was the other one that they had to update? Was it King's Fall as well? I think it was because you got the different armor sets. So they brought back King's Fall as well. And they updated the armor sets and then we had ornaments that glowed. And when you got shot, the, the ornaments would decrease in their glow. And then when you were fully charged, they would glow up again. They were really nice armors that you could collect. And the weapons they that you could get that were really sought after, they turned those into exotics. So like the Fate Bringer, the Vision of Confluence, just all the weapons were... I don't know why, but they were just exotic, exoticized. I guess <laughs> they they were turned into exotics. So, are they going to do that with them, or are they going to bring them back as legendary weapons, but maybe just masterworked in a in a version of what they are now? And are we going to get random rolls? Are there going to be random rolls available for a fate bringer? Oh my because God. if they don't do random rolls, what's the point of going and playing the game if you? get it on your first drop and you get your vex mr class yeah, but that's just it. getting it on your first drop look how look how long it took people to get the fate bring of the static roll dude i mean <laughs> never sometimes never is the answer yeah, yeah. The, 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 think, the drop rates were horrendous i think for you guys here and, and maybe for alex because you haven't experienced raids as much and been kind of in that chase of this weapon's available or that armor piece is available it's it's not something that's kind of sought after at the moment. But once you get to a kind of power level when you find yourself doing in-game stuff, that's when you start wanting to do these things. Yeah, but even if we're talking about the Fatebringer, now the Fatebringer is not even unique anymore, right? We have weapons in the game that drop with Firefly and Explosive Rounds and Outlaw. You know what I mean? Maybe not all three at once, but like you have bows that have Exploding Arrowhead and then they have Firefly, Right. So I mean that's that's well, a fake bringer. We have dragonfly, which is a little it less does powerful. The same thing. No, it's it's le less powerful. But it's you shoot something in the head, it explodes. Same functionality, right? So you know, I mean, unless they're gonna make like the firefly on the fate bringer, like uh, like it is on the exotic um. Oh God, man! The Ace of Spades, right? Unless you're gonna make it like have a big explosion like Ace of Spades, then it's the Fatebringer is gonna come back and it's just gonna be like meh, meh, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. They'd have to give us different weapons altogether, except for the Vex Beta class. Like I said, pre-nerf, make it exotic, and use special ammo. Done.
<laughs> just give me, give me the mythic class. That's all I want. Just. <laughs> so, By the way, little known fact: the mythic class had the highest damage rating you could get in Destiny One. Did y'all know that? It doesn't matter because it's a raid exotic. You're never gonna get it. <sighs> Don't remind me. Get twenty five runs now. Twenty five runs in, and I still don't have the eyes of tomorrow. By the way, <laughs> that's okay. I mean, you're just me and Destiny One with the Galahorn. It just I, I was always the guy. But, you know, bring your Galahorn. Yeah, I don't have one. Why not? Because the game hates yeah. me. I missed it like week three, the Zer Soldier or whatever, and then. Uh, yep, I didn't get my Galahorn literally till Zer sold it at the end of D one. That was when I got it. You bring up bad memories, parody. I hate you so much right now. Now I'm depressed. I can't even do the show. I'm just, I'm done. I'm going home. Dad, there seems to be a pattern in every Destiny game you play. It takes you at least 50 tries to get the raid exotic. Not true. It took me 39 times to get the anarchy. <laughs> 39. I'm looking forward uh, so to the day where I, where I can walk up to the kiosk and just buy the Anarchy, and then I can just have it, and then I won't have to put in nearly the work for it. You can. I, not parody. Look, dude. Look, dude. Right now, the very first encounter of the new raid, which is the easiest encounter, gives you five of those. Okay? When, when it doesn't bug out and send you back to the beginning 16 times. Just, no, just do the first encounter. Get the five, reset. Do the first encounter, get the five, reset. Do the first encounter, get the five, reset. You don't even have to do the whole thing. Uh, th that's not a problem. Alex, <laughs> could you give us a roundup of news? All right, Alexander, now here's what you got to do. Anytime somebody says the team is working on it, we've heard your feedback, or something similar to that, you have to tell people to take a drink. Okay. Bungie help. We are currently investigating issues where players are not receiving the to all good fight quest or cookie ingredients from Eva. Players may be able to resolve this issue by using alternate characters. DMG's response team is on it. In the meantime, try an alternate character, bake Zavala a cookie, then hop back on your main. DMG 04, not seeing dawning quest when speaking with Eva. Please check your band quest in the tower next to the postmaster. DMG 04, trial starts in 10 minutes over and over. Please do not send me a game breaking bug in 10 minutes. <laughs> checks if it's exodius blue or cauldron uh it's gonna get disabled dmg's response we have adjusted the map rotation to avoid ones without a bound issues team is looking to fix those asap bungee help yeah take a drink yeah We're investigating an issue where players are not con consistently receiving adept weapons from the flawless chest after earning their first of the week. Take a drink. Take a drink. 
Destiny 2 freeze a moment in time with new stasis themed Instagram filter. Actually, kind of cool. If I use Instagram, I would totally do that. <laughs> DTM gives crows cookies screaming. Oh, cannot use effects. Please update the Instagram app before accessing the filter. <laughs> <laughs> that would help us. Dest Destiny 2. Are those ghosts of Sparrow's past? Nope. These dawning slays have returned. So this is basically just showing you all the dawning slays that you have available now that are ones that we previously had. Destiny 2. We've heard some people are wondering about how to capitalize on this dawning spirit? It's simple. More dawning spirit equals more presence. I. <laughs> Why is that even a response, right? It's one of those duh moments, right? How do we capitalize on the dawning spirit? Uh, you get stuff. <laughs> it's just, it's like the most destiny response ever, dude. You, you, you get stuff. What, what do you want? Yes. Murder <laughs> is how you capitalize on the dawning spirit. Murder everything in sight and then bring cookies to your friends. But you have to murder it in different ways. You have to murder it with melees, with arc, with solar, with void, with supers, with auto rifles, with swords. Yeah, cookies need different ingredients. That's how it works. Yeah. Different levels of homicide require different ingredients to bake cookies. That totally makes sense, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't you mow a couple people down? They go to the grocery store and bake your cookie for the holidays. Isn't that Absolutely. where they where it comes from? Uh, only on Black Friday. That's the only way you do that. <laughs> so, speaking of the dawning, I was listening to the Fire Team chat, IGN Fire Team chat, and they were saying it's, you know, it's very much the same as the last couple of dawnings. It's very tedious. You know, they're not really getting invested into it. But I think it's just one of those events that just comes around. And if you're still playing the game, leveling up like you two are, just enjoying the game, it's just something added extra to do. You know, there's, there's a really nice ship that you can you can get. There's a shader available that's only exclusive to the ship. Uh, a transmat effect. The tail burns for the ship as well, I guess. You know, th there's those things. And then there's the things that come up from Eververse. Now, like we pointed out last week, that the stuff that is available for silver is also going to be available for bright dust. So if you've been playing the game and earning your bright dust, you know which week it's going to come up on. You can get the nice stuff that's being Eververse. And what's really nice is that they've returned old weapons. And we were talking about this last week with the Avalanche um, machine gun. We weren't sure whether that was going to return. And that has actually returned with the new perk system. So there are things like surplus, um, one for all, and things like that that are available on this weapon. Uh, which is really nice. And they've updated the power cap onto it. So it's now going to be a 1410 power cap. The only caveat to that is that ones that you've currently got in your vault that from previous season or last season will only still go up to 1260. So old ones aren't relevant. But it is just nice to have another available solar machine gun so that mm -hmm. if you can't get the one from the raid, there is one available for you to get to do certain activities for. Although I've heard the role isn't that... It's really not good, though. Yeah, that is very yeah. disappointing. Roll is very meh. The one from the raid is is obviously better because you can get different perks on there. And but it is just nice to have. It's not solar. 
No, but but it is a better machine gun for like PvP and PvE activities. Whereas this one that's available from the dawning, it's just nice that it's returned. They've actually put it back in, and the cold front SMG. Mm-hmm. Again, we weren't sure whether that was going to be returning. Um, but it's it's you know that's nice. We have the returning weapons. But it, it, if you are still just playing the game and leveling up your character, you know, and you want to just go and play a bit of PVE, or you want to play a bit of Gambit, or you just want to do a couple of Nightfalls, you're going to get some of the Dawning Essence, you're going to get some of the cookie ingredients, and you go around and you take it to the different vendors, and slowly over the next three weeks, we'll be doing a single-player quest to unlock the ship, and then we've got the community event, which is also new for this year, which is quite nice, that... Every time that the community hit a milestone, there's going to be upgraded packages that we can go and collect from Eva and potentially get something good at the end of the community event. I don't know what it is going to be at the moment, but it, I think that's just nice that they've added that to it. So it gives people a reason to just continue to keep baking cookies. And the fact that you get a chance at getting these new weapons, the, the two reprise weapons, and the avalanche, and then you've got the glacier chasm, is a really good fusion rod also out there so there are reasons to go and you can also get infusion fuel so you can get enhancement cores and shards that are available from turning in packages and getting packages back so i think it is quite a beneficial thing if it wasn't in the game and you didn't have these extra ways of getting infusion materials and these upgrade materials then i think people would complain that there isn't anything so it's just nice to have these events i don't understand why people complain about these events coming around to be honest what do you think because they like going alive it's just the tediousness of it you know but you don't have to make it tedious you don't have to shout like the youtubers the streamers and get the shit done today you don't need to do that you, if you want to do, there's various different things. So you can do AFK farming, which I'll put out in the tips and tricks. But if you want to just play the game and earn the stuff, I mean, I think I'm halfway through the ship quest and I've just played PvE. I've played a bit of PvP this week. I've just enjoyed just playing the odd little game here and there and I've earned the cookies and I've done a few little bits yep. of that quest. You're only halfway through right now. That's that's kind of the problem. Right now, you need to have the ship fully upgraded so that, you know, you get the 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 essence stuff right for the community events. Right, the ship helps you get those with basically every kill. Yeah, I understand that. But the, I don't... the no life tryhards they're doing the community event. I'm just slowly working through the rest of it. Yeah, I'm no just life. enjoying the game and playing it as and when. And if I turn in bounties, that gives me the dawning spirit. And if I'm doing parts of the quest that gives me more dawning spirit it's just and doing the triumph also gives you more dawning spirit so it's everything's working towards that well i I think people's big complaint is is the fact of the drop rates right so right now but the drop rates are really low man like personal touch i've been trying to get more personal touch after i ran out I, i spent a half a day and i got one because, One. because you're not playing the personal touch class, sir. You will need to speak to your Titan concierge and get the best personal touch there is. You're just not punching people hard enough. No, it's it's because like you have a chance to get other things in addition to the one thing that you want, right? So if I'm not mistaken, I think personal touch is killing things with like a, a masterwork weapon, right? I was just assuming it was the melee one, but I don't know. 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's um no, no no it is it is melee i'm thinking of something else right right but melee, you don't just get the personal touch right you have a chance of getting the personal touch you have a chance of getting whatever um let's say if you're using uh, uh an arc subclass you could get the arc uh ingredient instead you know you, you you're not just getting the one thing when you're trying for the one thing, you have options at all of the things you can get from that pool. And more often than not, one is you're getting one more often than you're getting the others, you know? So here I am just trying to get it right. And, and I'm, and I'm rocking, um, the, the double dodge on the, on the arc subclass. Right. So if I dodge near an enemy, I get my melee back and I'm just melee, 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 melee. And I'm getting nothing but the damn arc ingredients and no personal touch ones dude did you change your subclass i did try it with the frost build too the frost build for some reason gives me null because maybe the game just wants you to have all the arc maybe it feels like you're not throwing enough arc no but has anybody else noticed that too like like when you use your frost subclass you get ingredients like you're using your void subclass Probably because they hadn't added any frost ingredients. I was wondering how they're going to handle some of that in this game. Like, like the the perks is like for certain subclasses it does this, but then you throw on stasis and nothing happens because that's not part of the perk set. Because that's based on light subclasses, right? Yeah, and, not- and to answer your question, no, because I've almost played no game this week, so I, I have nothing done and don't have anything that I'm lacking because I'm lacking everything. <laughs> I did feel like swapping to a, a light-based subclass did improve some of the things that I was trying to do. I don't know whether it's because stasis sometimes doesn't recognize. Although, yeah, I think it does. But I think maybe there may be a, a glitch in the game or a bug. But you never know. Because I, I kept some of the text, like you were saying, there was issues. I was trying to get Vex milk, and I'm thinking, why isn't this working? You know, I've shot about 50 Vex and I've only got one to drop. But then when I played the Nightfall, I got loads of cheating powder from doing the the, the Nightfall strike. So I, didn't, I don't know why, to be honest. Um, but I did want to point out something that Bungie Help did tweet out a couple of days ago regarding the Dawning, that they said the Dawning reset is going to be at 9am PDT on a Sunday. The rest of the dawning because there's something that they can't do in the code that they can't get round. So everything's going to reset on Sunday. So after you've heard this, but then the next Sunday, maybe it's because of Christmas holidays and things like that. Maybe that's why they've done it. They don't want to kind of be involved. Hey, just, you know, at least this time they're telling us we've had all sorts of other things in the past, you know, reset at weird times where it's like, uh, it's a bug, deal with it. So at least they actually <laughs> told us this time that, hey, uh, this is going to reset on a Sunday, so like Respawn in the past has been hoarding materials and all of a sudden, you know, they're gone or it resets or whatever. At uh, least now you know. Yeah, of course, so we won't know. because you know. the bounties again on Sunday after reset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're interested, if you go to your Bungie Rewards page on Bungie.net, as part of the Bungie Rewards, a festive and free emblem will be available to, for you to collect when you complete the initial dawning quest. So, there you go. Something and extra for you. 
it's almost the winterborn mark. Ever since Destiny 1 and we had that beautiful little snowflake that became the Frozen Class emblem, or the Frozen Clan emblem, I've wanted just a nice little winterborn mark or something close to it. And it's it's almost there. It's not quite the same charm, but it's it's close. It's close. So it's now time for our premium part of the podcast. Premium. Oh, premium. Is this where our premium subscribers get to ask questions? No, this is where the children get to ask you, Parody, some questions. Wait, I thought he was asking them questions. No, this is the other way around. Because I have no children to contribute, I must now be asked questions, interrogated by the children. Because uh-huh. I don't have a uh, see. I don't get to enjoy the ch- children asking me questions over and over and over and over again all day long, asking me things, wanting things. So I have to. Get, I get to experience that now. It's a premium feature. All right. So Indiana, what is your first question for Parody? Parody, when starting the game. What is the best class to choose, and why is it Titan? Wrong! Uh, because it's easy to punch first and ask questions later, and also reloading is for hunters. It breaks my immersion. Hunters don't reload, we dodge. Slacker. Yeah, while you're reloading. No, we, lo- we reload while dodging. It's the other way around, buddy. Same thing. It's not! Still, still a fall to the class. Respawn, you're not answering these questions. This is for parody. No, these are loaded questions. This information. Parody, as a new player, what would you recommend to try first when they finish the campaign? Uh, I would say, you know, I'm biased. I would say Gambit because it's sort of like patrols. The objective is run around and shoot things and gives you just, you can try different things out. There's no real, you know, unless you're playing it competitively with a team, you can just jump in and sort of use whatever you want and do whatever you want and run around and shoot things. And you can just have fun with it. So Gambit's a good sort of intro to there's no real objective. You can't really get lost like you can in strikes if you don't know your way around. And it's not PvP, so you don't have people just absolutely stomping you, but there's some invasion. So there's like a little tiny taste of PvP to think that, hey, maybe I like this or maybe I don't. So Gambit, baby's first play arena. Alex, have you got a question? Parody, as a new player, what exotic weapon quest would you recommend first? Uh, well, I have no idea what exotic weapon quests are available, so I, I was going to go look at the kiosk, because uh, I think you can get those things from the kiosk from just getting like world materials and glimmer, like there's no crazy requirements like the spoils of conquest for some of the raid stuff. And I would say try the Symmetry and the Yotun, because the Symmetry is a scout rifle with some interesting perks, and you can have a lot of fun with it. And the Yotun, it's a, it's a giant fusion rifle that shoots fire people. I mean, what's not to love? Yoan's just a fusion rifle made for titans. It's a toaster. <laughs> it's an angry toaster that wants to show its love to you. No, it's 
it's it's a tracking weapon, so Titans don't even have to bother aiming anymore. Uh, sir, we don't aim to start with. That's why they give us a thousand bullets. <laughs> and the war rig. <laughs> Parody, I've done some public events on different planets, and sometimes they say they've gone heroic, and sometimes not. What am I doing wrong? You should be shooting all the blights. You have to shoot the blights the moment they come up, and that way everybody wins and loves you. No, no, no. 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 Seriously, yeah, no. yeah. Don't no. don't do that. Um, really, every single public event, there's a way to make it heroic. And really, at this point, every streamer in the world has put out their own video on how to do it. So just go to YouTube and type in how to make public events heroic, and there's a thousand videos. Pick your favorite person, watch one of theirs. But there's some mechanic to each of the public events to make it heroic. I'm telling you this. Look, look, as everybody listening to this, if you're doing a public event and you see a blight bubble and then you see a blight in the sky, okay, and your first thought is to shoot the blight that's on the ground instead of the one that's in the sky, not only do you hate yourself, okay, you hate those around you and you push away those that are trying to love you. Okay. Respawn. What? Isn't there a song about this? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Stop killing the blight. Leave the blight alone. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. Leave the blight alone. Stop killing the blight. Go in the blight. Get the buff. Shoot the big orb in the sky. Leave the blight alone. Stop killing the blight. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. Go in the blight, get the buff, shoot the big orb in the sky, leave the blight alone. Stop killing the blight. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. Go back in the blight, get the buff, shoot the big orb in the sky, leave the blight alone. Go back in the blight, get the buff, shoot the big orb in the sky, leave the blight alone. Stop killing the blight. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. Go back in the blight. Get the buff. Shoot the big orb in the sky. Leave the blight alone. Stop killing the blight. The blight has done nothing to you. Go back in the blight. Get the buff. Shoot the big orb in the sky. Leave the blight alone. Stop killing the blight. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. The blight has done nothing to you. Stop killing the blights! If you're breaking the blight bubbles on the ground, you're a terrorist. Don't do that. And plans are for terrorists. Andy, could you explain what Zur is? Zur is a man with tentacles for a face that just wants to bring you gear. So he shows up every Friday at reset until, is it Monday or Tuesday at reset? It's Tuesday at reset, yeah. Tuesday, okay. My brain just totally blinked on it. So yeah, Zer will show up Friday at reset. He'll leave it Tuesday at reset. Every week he will bring one exotic weapon, randomly, with rolls on it. He will he will also bring one armor piece. They're there for you. You can see them. You can see what the rolls are. Buy them. Don't buy them. Up to you. Or weapon that you do not have yet. So if you're if you're missing that one non raid exotic, 
if you're missing one or if you're a new light player and going, I have no exotics, what are these? You know, buy one from Zuri each week if you can. Also, Alexander, It'll don't give you, you have something, something to, to add to this very specific topic? I don't know what we're talking about other than Zer stuff. Exactly, Zer. So you asked me, hey, Dad, does Zer only give you stuff you don't have? And I said, yes. Because you asked me what the... Oh, yeah, there's more things that you can't get from Zer, like the items from... Uh, I forgot what they're called. Just heroic? the really hard boss ideas. Heroic dungeons, sorry. Heroic dungeons. Yeah, you can't get those from the engram. And not just that, but there's one other thing that, that is probably a bug that you are experiencing. So Alexander asked me, Dad, how many exotics do you get from the dungeons? I said two. You get a headpiece and you get arms. And so he's like, okay, cool, because I'm missing this chest piece on my warlock, right? So he goes to Zer, he buys the faded Ingram, and it gives him something he's already got instead of the chest piece that he needs that's not associated with the Master um, Lost Sectors. And not a raid exotic. Which chest piece is not it? Just something in the game in the loot pool? I can't remember what he said, but it's a very common warlock chest piece. And Zer did not give it to him, and there he does not. There is a possibility, Alex, that you've already picked it up at some point and deleted it. And if that no, when I looked in my collections, no. it didn't show up. I was going to say because if you look in your collections, that would be the place that you'd be able to see where, if you have collected before it and deleted it by accident, it would show up again. Or if you've infused it by accident, sometimes that happens. I wonder if that's bugged or i wonder if it's one of those where it's like it's in this loot pool and we haven't brought it back and something something i mean maybe zer is supposed to give you every exotic that's not tied to an event or a raid so it is weird anyway so Um, zer is supposed to give you something that you don't have but apparently he's very picky and choosy when he decides he likes scamming people yeah he does yeah, he doesn't he on different planets in different places? It's always the same place on the planets wherever he is. If he's going to a planet, and if he's in the tower, it's always in the tower hangar at the back behind where Master Rahul is. So if you go down to where you can go and speak to Saint Fourteen and Amanda, he's over on the left as you come down the stairs. If you go to the far left, up on some scaffolding, that's where he is in the tower. And each week. Many YouTubers put out videos saying, this is where Zer is. These are the roles. We recommend this, this, and this. You can always go and see for yourself. Yep. Or you can just go to findzer.com and they will tell you where he is and what he's brought for the week. And now that will give you nine and a half minutes. <laughs> you go to Today in De- or Destiny in Today, and it tells you not only where Zer is, but what all of the vendors on every planet are selling for that day. There will be links in the show notes. We have many of them. If you're playing Destiny without using the internet, you're not really playing Destiny. Or unless you're really going for immersion and just forget that the outside world exists. Who knows? Parody, could you explain infusing and what I need to do this? No. Okay. Stop picking on him! No, sorry. Uh, I've written answers out and I was just looking so infusing, so you can basically infusing is you can take a gun of a higher light level, 
doesn't matter what it is, or or armor piece, and shove it into something of a lower light level. So, you know, weapons and armor basically work the same way. You used to have to do math and figure out, if I put this this in with this number, it would give you this. Now it just says, if you have a, you know, 1050 weapon, and you put a 1250 weapon into it, that weapon becomes 1250. Congratulations. Have a nice life. It will, however, cost you upgrade modules, which you can buy from the gunsmith for pricey things it's it's probably something you're not buying a ton of especially if you don't have you know piles of materials laying around but if you are if you do have say multiple of the same armor piece or the same weapon you keep getting 16 times you can infuse that same weapon or armor piece into itself and it will only cost you a thousand glimmer you won't need an upgrade module or anything else crazy so if you're trying to save yourself materials infuse you know the same thing into itself it's much cheaper than infusing any old thing into any old thing which you can still do. If I'm playing a hunter and I happen to have a higher headpiece on my warlock than I do on my hunter, can I infuse my warlock headpiece into my hunter headpiece to make that light even bigger? That is an excellent question. No, you cannot. Or wait, or can you? You know, no, I'm you can't. Sure <laughs> can't I was thinking no, because you can put them on each other, but yeah, or at least the exotics. Yeah, yeah. No, you can use any weapon into any any weapon of the same type into another weapon of the same type but you cannot infuse yeah, different pieces of yeah yeah i was sure and then i had that moment of doubt and i was like is that is that true <laughs> <laughs> you can tell i've touched other characters lately <laughs> i need to infuse materials could you explain where to get these from and who is Spider? Ah, uh, infusion materials. Infusion materials are largely, well, one, glimmer, which you get from doing anything. And each planet has its own planetary material, like tiny little plants in boxes. And on the EDZ, they're little spin metal plants, which look like big aluminum foil plants sticking out of the ground. But each planet has its own material. And Spider is a guy who hangs out on the shore. And you can bring him. Basically, he's the he's the vendor to let you swap materials around. If you have a whole bunch of materials from one planet, needs materials from another planet, or you're trying to buy some materials to buy your upgrade modules, or if you just have run out of glimmer and can't buy any more bounties, he'll sell you glimmer for different materials. And they rotate and yeah, bring him things. You can buy different things. And it's also a good point place if you have a whole bunch of materials from planets that are no longer there. After the season, those become worthless. So days when spiders are selling things you want or need, use those materials you can no longer acquire. Cody, could you explain masterworking a weapon? Masterworking weapon is a lovely thing where you can shove all sorts of materials into a weapon. And for an exotic weapon, it's going to give you you need to have a catalyst for it, which we'll get to later. But for legendary weapons, it will basically do a couple of things. One, it will give you orbs. You'll generate orbs every time you get a multi-kill with that weapon. It'll also give you... Each weapon has sort of a, a masterwork perk as you're taking taking that weapon up towards masterworking from 1 to 10. When it hits 10, you'll get a plus 10 bonus to whatever stat. Maybe it's range, maybe it's reload speed, whatever that stat is. You'll get a 10... 10 additional points in that stat, and you'll be able to create orbs of light or orbs of power as they are this season and going forward, I assume. And master working armor, which you didn't ask about, but master working armor is pointless. Don't waste your materials. Don't do it. That is a lie. 
Tell them what it really does. Uh, no, because my explain for could you explain master working armor is no, because I have zero pieces of master work, and um, yeah. So, so what master I'm working armor does is it gives you more slots to work with when you're working with your mods, and when you fully master work a piece of armor, you get ten slots for adding mods, but you also get an additional twelve points spread out between two of each different um perk on that uh armor right so you get an an additional two intelligence an additional two mobility an additional two discipline an additional two all that stuff everything gets plus two when you master work it fully see this is why i let you answer it because i looked through my vault and i do not have a single piece master work so <laughs> 10 slots 12 extra stat points well, great place to move into the next question. Parody, could you explain Exotic Weapon Catalyst? Exotic Weapon Catalyst, they're sort of how you can masterwork and get additional perks on your exotic weaponry. They come from various places in the game. Sometimes it's a random drop from doing an activity like Crucible or a Strike. Sometimes it's something that drops in certain raids. Some of them it's, you know, you have to go do a thing and you'll earn it. It just sort of depends. And each weapon sort of will tell, you know, will tell you how to get its, its exotic catalyst. At that point, once you have the catalyst, it's usually you then have to go do it in step. It's either get kills with that weapon with the cat, for the catalyst or get them in a particular way. You know, Go do something, and then it makes that weapon more powerful and more interesting and sort of truly exotic. It's like if your exotic weapon has a bunch of cool perks, this is sort of the next level to that exotic weapon. It does cool perks and gives you a little bit of something extra on top of it. Parody, for leveling up my armor and weapons, is it worth it to keep infusing my work gear to keep the stats, stats, or should I just rock all the blues I get until I hit the power cap and then infuse? For most people, rock all the blues till you hit the power cap and infuse. Because you can go and keep upgrading your armor, but it again gets very expensive with the upgrade modules. Now, if you've been playing the game 40 hours a week and streaming and have all the materials, do whatever you want. You've got thousands of them. But if you're like Respawn, trying to keep those golf balls secret and safe, keep them for the thing you really want to use it for. Don't just spend them all. Percy, what can a new live player access for free? Well, first, you're going to need to write to Bungie and say, guys, you really should put this somewhere easier to find and easier to explain to people. But for the best of my knowledge, and I'm sure Nightteam will correct me because I'm sure I'm wrong about some of this, what you have is a new light player. You'll get access to the locations of the game, Europa, Cosmodrome, EDZ, Nessus, Tangled Shore, and Dreaming City. You can go there, you can free roam, you can patrol, you can do your thing there. You'll also have access to the Strikes, Crucible, and Gambit game modes in the game. Play those, enjoy them, knock yourself out. You also get the new artifact and mods. You'll have access to the dawning event going on now. The Iron Banner coming back in a couple weeks. And you'll have your, your seasonal armor sets and your new exotic shotgun, the duality, will be available to you to unlock. And you'll also have the, th the free track of the seasonal pass, which will give you bright dust and materials and exotics and more things in, as you just progress through that seasonal pass. So basically... The short version is for New Lights. You'll get access to all the locations in the game, 
but not all of the extras, all the exotic weapon quests, all the, the extra stuff that happens in those locations. If you're waiting for a carbon dragon, he's been summoned by his mother. I'm just waiting for whatever's happening next. What is the number that's like a gold shield next to it if you look at somebody's emblem? That is your active triumph score, small child. What does that mean? What's a triumph and why does the score matter? The triumph is a silly thing you've done and you've gotten points for it you can brag to your friends about. Hi, Dave. What is the number above plays head for? Aiming. <laughs> it's also the current level they are at the at the season so each season you know on that season pass it goes from one to 100 and then you can go above 100 and you get um the feeling of a job well done so it sort of gives you an idea of how long or how much that person's played this season so if you know you're seeing the guy at level 200 something in the iron banner he's going to destroy you he's been here all year long if you see someone at level three or four they haven't played much and if you know either just play it casually or just start it out this season and each season, that number resets. So at the, at the end of each season, we're all back to where we started, at zero. Cody, I downloaded Destiny 2 New Light from Xbox Game Pass. Been playing all the past quest lines, Red War, Osiris, and Warmind, to get my bearings. Then move on to the New Light quest line beyond light has now automatically downloaded to my xbox and i've lost all my quests relating to new light do these come back post top tutorial section or have i lost all of that content well from the best of my googling ability it seems that you have lost all that content and it's not available in the game anymore though i do remember something, and this is probably coming in the future, them saying they were going to bring a kiosk back to the tower and give you access to some of those quests. Am I crazy? Do either of you remember that? Yeah, I thought that if you if you lost progress or you lost quests, you could go to the kiosk that's next to the postmaster and pick up quests from there. Well, I do know for a fact you can get exotic quests from there. Don't know about anything else, though. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I feel like in one of the updates they said they were going to add the, those things back, but I don't remember if they did yet. So maybe. <laughs> Over to you, Alex. Parody, can you buy Beyond Light Deluxe Edition on Xbox and play it on PC, or do you have to buy Beyond Light for PC too? Of course, you asked this to the person that only plays on one console. I think if you buy it, it translates but those of you who play on more than one console can tell me the answer to that i'm honestly not sure because i kind of gloss over my eyes when they explain all the ins and outs of where you have to buy what i know dad probably would know but mm. dad probably would know what i zoned out sorry if you buy beyond light on xbox if you have to buy it on pc too you do in fact have to buy it on pc now, the caveat is if you have a bunch of stuff from New Light, I'm sorry, from, from what you're talking about on your Xbox, and you open a Steam account, and you jump on your account on Steam, 
right? All of the stuff you currently have, as far as weapons, armor, all that good stuff, you can still use on PC. You can just no longer do any activities associated with that on PC until you buy the content. So the gear you've acquired, you have, but you cannot access activities related to that until you buy it. Fair enough? There we go. I wish they would just put that in an article somewhere and explain it like that. Like, tell it to me like I'm five. Because even trying to find this information, it's like, uh, well, it depends. Maybe if you do, like, just, just break it down like that. It's not that hard. See, Respawn can do it. Anybody can do it. Never have I been so offended and so accurate in my life. Paradise, if I have more than one character, can I transfer my guns from one to the other? You can if they're on the same account. AKA, if you load up Destiny and you get that nice little dark loading screen now and you can see up to three characters, if it's one of those three characters, yes. If it's on a different account, a different gamer tag, then no. Perry, does that help you with leveling up internet characters? It does, because when you're leveling up, Destiny is all about light level. Or I guess dark level? I don't know. Whatever the level we're calling is now. And because you can swap your guns around, say you're 1050 at the start of the season, and you've been playing on one character, and you have you know level 12, 1100 or 1200 or 1250 weapons, you can put those higher level weapons on your 1050 starting out character. And because it takes all of your gear into account, weapons and armor, then you immediately become a much more powerful character with much higher level stuff because you've put those much higher level weapons on it. And then each new drop will be a much higher thing. So when you're getting weapon, you know, when you're getting armor drops going forward, they'll be much higher than if you had started out at 1050 trying to start that character from scratch like you did your first one. So, yes. Parody, if I wanted to get back into it today, what do I actually need to buy so I'm not locked out of content that I would want to play with my friends who've been regularly playing over the past few years? So if you're starting, you know, New Light, obviously, free-to-play, get you in the door with at least, you'll have Destiny, period, full stop. And then for $40, you will get the Beyond Light Standard Edition, which gives you all the expansion content, which is all the old expansion stuff uh, that you can play, we presume, from the kiosk. We'll find out. If you want to spend a little bit more money, you can spend $50 right now, and you'll get that all the same expansion content, plus all your Season 12 content and your Season Pass for this current season, as well as your free emblem and your ghost shell. So $40, $50 gets you in the door with everything. You can spend more money to get more things, but that'll get you in the door with all the stuff that's available right now to other people playing the game. Perry I've heard you've mentioned Dim. Lies. Could you explain what this is and what it does? Dim, my friend, is Destiny Item Manager. And does exactly what it sounds like. It will manage all your items. And really, I'll let Dim, in their own words, tell you what it is. Weapons, forgot to gra- grab your favorite hand cannon, just click and drag-, drag it to your active character. God, let's try that again since I can't read today. Forgot to grab your favorite hand cannon, just click it and drag it to your active character. Gear, need those stompies for a jumping puzzle? Fire up Dim and grab them on your character. Need to create a loadout? Are you looking for the perfect loadout for your raid, your strike, your gambit, or any other loadout that would be helpful? You can build them in DIM, and at one click of a button, it puts all the gear and all your armor on your character, whether it's on your character, whether it's on your vault, and you're good to go. 
really dim and Ishtar Commander and Little Light and apps like that are what you need to play Destiny. Because back in the olden days, we had to fly to the tower to visit the vault to get weapons and armor out of there to put on our character to go off and do the thing we were trying to do. Now just go to your computer, your phone, your tablet, anything, and you can swap all the gear around. It's beautiful. And with the latest updates, with the official Destiny app, you can even pick up bounties in orbit, sitting at home, doing nothing, and then you turn on Destiny and you're ready to go. So Dib and his friends are marvelous. Thank you very much for that, Perry. It was very informative. You're very welcome. And now we have a very special appearance by Not Arf in his Not Arf Ask Law. Stalk thy prey and let loose thy talons upon the darkness. What is this feeling? I do not ask for it. I do not understand it. I do not want it. Crow is so carefree in his ignorance. The bonfire's glow lights up his pale features, and I am drawn to hope in his gold eyes. Where is this despairing child I anticipated? He drinks from an open bottle of wine against the recommendations of his ghost. Garden encouraged him, and they were laughing. This celebration is maddening. Neither have reason to be so jubilant. Their world is ending, and they thrash like a dying creature in the final light of a collapsing star. They do not seem to acknowledge the futility of to their existence. Their impermanence of us but in face of cosmic annihilation. Now the guardian is drinking, standing close to the fire. Their ghost, too, encourages them not to partake. They poison themselves for the enjoyment of it. Reminded of my sisters. Moments spent by lapping shores, gazing up at infinite stars through of possibilities and wonder. I'm left yearning. What is this feeling? Do not understand it. I do not want it. They are celebrating their victory over the Taken. The crow is making a gun shape with his hands, swinging the nearly empty bottle of wine around in the other like a sword. The guardian looks pensive, sitting on a rock by the fire, contemplating the secret they are keeping. Crow notices, tries not to show it. He wants the guardian's spirits to be lifted. He wants to be supportive so that they may share in their triumphs together. As equals, I am reminded of my home. I'm reminded of the warmth of the sun and the embrace of my family. I'm reminded of my father's face. I'm reminded of everyone I betrayed. All the blood spilled in the name of immortality. Warmth of the sun burns me with its memory. What is this feeling? I do not want it. Fire has nearly died. The crow fell over and cannot stand, though he insists he is fine. The guardian is turning the embers with his tip of their sword. The ghosts are talking to one another in quiet conspiracy. The celebration has ended, but I can sense their emotions are mixed, complex, and a myriad of things when a simple singular focus would suffice. There is a growing kinship here, against better judgment. What is this feeling? Okay, so how does that tie in with the Hawkmoon? Is the uh, the lore off the Hawkmoon? Yeah, but how did how does it tie into the gun? Is what he's asking because I don't get the connection either. What do you get from this piece of law? Nothing, literally, absolutely nothing. He's just you get what what's happened with the crow, basically. 
Okay, so well, he's we... he's getting a relationship with with the guardian yeah. is what I'm hearing, yep. right? So yeah, um, he's 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 having a good laugh with the guardian. He's getting a bond with the guardian, and um, even though Crow told, I'm sorry, damn it, even though Spider told him not to, he's doing it anyway. Yep. No, this is before. Is no, oh. this is this is with the guardian. Us. This is after he meets us. Oh, okay. Yes. So, I mean, I, I totally get that, but like... Look at this from another direction. North? From which perspective? South. Is that written in? Um, East. Crows? No, it got to be one not. of the ghosts. ghosts? No, it's not, because it states the ghosts are talking. Yeah, but... Who is writing this law? Who it's is actually be... recollecting this If it's site? not Crow, then it's got to be a third person, right? Because it's not the Guardian. It's not the Guardian's now, ghost. Now, now you're going in the right direction. Let me... I'm, I'm confused at where we're going with this. Can't you just tell me? <laughs> I am reminded of my sisters, of moments spent by lapping shores, given at the instant stars, full of possibilities and possibilities of wonder. So it sounds like he's he's bonding Steve with us. Wrath and Savathun? That... Possibly. It's, it's one of those two. Okay. The betrayal, betrayal of their sisters. So that's got to be Savathun. I, I, I think this, it's not been confirmed, but from what I get from actually reading this, this is actually written by Savathun. Ah, uh, okay. That's why you yeah, continue okay. to get, I do not want it. I do not understand it. What is this feeling? Okay. I yes. reminded, and there's other bits now. I'm reminded of my sisters. Yes. My, uh, okay, reminded of my father's face. I'm reminded of everyone I betrayed. All the blood spilled in the name of immortality. Ah, uh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Yeah, and it, we were celebrating after our victory with the Taken and finding the Hawk Moon. I get where this ties in now. See how but dare you try to make us figure things out on our own? I know. <laughs> But you understand it better when you figure it out by yourself, just with a few hints and tips. No, now, no, now no. We sound I like need to be carried by, by that. Yeah, well, we, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, it's not muddy the water here. We're being shouted at even before we've even got to the question going, we know what it is. You two are stupid. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> And now time for tips, tricks, builds, and maybe a guide. Ooh, ooh, guides. Love guides. All the guides. So many guides. All right, so it's quickly becoming known as the thing that Cheese Forever talked about last week that you can't do this week because they may have patched it. <laughs> well, I have some tips, tricks, and guides and builds. Oh, good. Camp for the builds. So I'll tell you them, and Night Demon will explain. For the low, low price of $9.99, you too can hear the tricks, builds, and guides. Cheese Forever, Insane Titans, AFK, Dawning Farm. So this is Cheese Forever's Insane Dawning Farm for Titans, and it requires you to go to the Shattered Throne dungeon and do various things and you can basically go afk and get various ingredients that respawn was moaning about earlier that he couldn't get but you have to be on a titan cheese forever improved 
Or Lock AFK Dwarning Farm. So this is his Warlock version of the Titan build. That if you want to check out, if you want to do solo AFK farming to get some ingredients for the cookies while you're not actually playing the game, Cheese has got that for you. As to cross gaming and limited dwarning ultimate dwarning farm. So this ultimate dawning farm is based on the Cheese Forever video and he goes one better with explaining what you can put on exotic wise with a Titan to get more ingredients and get more um, dawning experience. So it's a bit more like so it's like Respawn explained that it really benefits you if you've upgraded your ship to the best that you can do. So if you've done the exotic quest for the ship, that you get the dawning spirits or the yes. So you get the dawning spirits whilst actually getting materials. So if you can do that first before you do some of the ultimate farming stuff, you'll be contributing to the community event and be able to generate some a lot more materials for baking cookies. As to cross gaming on ultimate dawning guide. So this is if you are interested in learning all the different ingredients for the cookies. I know we posted the houndish ones last week for 2018 and 2019, but this encompasses all the recipes that are available for this year, including the new ones and anything else you've kind of got questions on that we haven't gone over in the podcast. Cool guy, glacier class, glacier review and breakdown so cool guy has done a really good review and breakdown of the glacioclasm fusion rifle going over some really good perks for it and putting out a really good build for pvp and pve massive breakdown podcast dwarning weapon breakdown so i found this was really interesting this week mercules and kate catcher basically break down the avalanche the cold front and the glacioclasm to point out again like some really good roles and if you are still wanting to kind of farm for those so that's that was interesting abby Hower, penguin no point six number six number six that's right so, yeah. like it says on the tin abby Hower's penguin number six if you want to go and look for that that's where she's got a video for that abby Hower, eclipse zone drones so Again, this is the Eclipse Zone drones that you can go and shoot. What I found out from doing this this week is that once you've killed the guy that drops the the node that you can collect, you can literally go to any zone in that area and kill the drones because I'd accidentally shot in the Nexus Arena the previous one of the previous weeks. So I'd shot one of the Nexus drones, then I'd gone on and done another section and killed the other two lots of drones so what i found this week is that i could go and kill the third lot of drones to get the triumphs to drop for the zone that i completely missed out on the first time and then go back and kill the other two sets of drones the next to get the other triumph so i didn't lose out so i think once you've picked up the buff you can then go to a zone and as long as those drones are, are glowing yellow you can shoot those so i thought that was quite Fallout plays best DPS weapon loadouts tanics one phrase. So this is the video that Fallout was going to put out earlier on in the week, and he does note in it that Datto had beaten him to it, 
putting out a DPS video. So he still wanted to put out his video because he put a lot of work and time into it. So this shows you numbers of what's probably the best DPS to possibly one phase Tanix in the Deepstone Crypt. For, for out plays, very challenge guide number one, Red Rover. So you've done this this week, haven't you? What have I done this week? You did the raid challenge this week, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And is it easy? Because Fallout Plays has got a good guide on it. Um, it is actually pretty easy if you've done the raid before. Like if you're just jumping into the raid and you have to learn the mechanics first and then someone's like, oh, we're also doing the challenge. And no. <laughs> um, basically, everybody has to know how to do operator. Don't and tell Don't tell people what, what to do. Okay. What do you get from it? Um, a second chest. With okay. a second roll, uh, you get a second powerful chest, I think, or it might be. No, it's pinnacle. Somebody said it was pinnacle. Sorry. Um, you get a second pinnacle chest and um, of something that you've already acquired. You don't you won't get anything new from the second chest, but like you'll get a second uh, pinnacle drop from the chest. And I say somebody said it was pinnacle because I'm already 1260 and they both came out 1260 for me. So, um. Yeah, you can't tell at that point. Yeah, you? so somebody said they're both pinnacle. So that's cool. Take take it with a grain of salt. So that's worth doing. Patty Cakes Gaming, the number one way to improve at Destiny PvP, featuring sides. Now this was a really interesting video. It's about forty-five minutes, but it's Patty Cakes Gaming discussing PvP tactics with sides, and they show you some of his gameplay while he's playing pvp and then they show you some as they're talking like private match arenas and positions and why he would take up a certain position and why he wouldn't engage at a certain distance he would do at this point if there was guardians here and there and it was really really good to listen to and watch at what you can kind of expect and i know we've pointed out quite a lot of videos of you know 10 tips to improve your pvp on and your mindset on this but this is really interesting to watch and listen to see how somebody approaches a gameplay and what kind of pitfalls that other players fall into you know i think he talks about like there's a standard routine that some players or most players go through they'll always run to a certain position and what you want to kind of do to combat that or if you're going to be doing this and it takes you from kind of a basic new light player which i found quite interesting so somebody that's new that's kind of getting into the game and giving you kind of tips to kind of improve to get to maybe improving in destiny because as they say in the the video destiny is its own kind of animal it it's there's it's something different to how you would play like call of duty to how you play counter strike as they bring up so i think again i think there's a really good video for people to watch to if they want to kind of pvp Warlock Holmes Salvation Breach 2.0. So this I found quite funny. There was a patch earlier on this week where they patched the breaching of the door with the Salvation's Breach exotic grenade launcher where you could place ice grenades on the floor and then above you and to the sides of you and you could breach a door. You can still do it. I love these guys that they put these videos out. It's fantastic. Uh, you can do it on a Titan, the Ballistic Slam, and it works pretty much the same way as it did before. You place the icicles on the floor and the sides and above you, 
but then you use the Titan Ballistic Slam in kind of aim it at the floor to reverse through the but you know, check out the video to see how it's done. Froggy six one one five seven seven two five out of bounds reverse last wish raid featuring runless Petra's run. So this was really interesting. Froggy contacted us in our Discord this week to point this out. There is a there's a triumph called Petra's Run. And this is doing the last wish raid flawless, isn't this right, respawn? Wait for respawn to click his microphone on. Respond. No? Respawn's gone to sleep. Yes, it's flawless. Yes, it's flawless. (laughs) There you go. He had to pause his game first. Yeah, he had to play pause his game. So doing a flawless run, that means no guardians on the whole fire team must die from the first encounter right through to the last encounter. Um, there was a like a diamond achievement for the schedule to pass. In the raids, they have these triumphs that if you do it all flawlessly without dying, you get a special triumph. So there is a way of reversing the last wish raid to actually do a Petra's run and get it for free. And this includes doing wall breaches, a lot of jumping from place to place but what was really interesting in Froggy's video is he takes you through each encounter as he through it from Riven through to the ogre jumping across without swords ray back to Cali the first encounter and then being summoned back to somebody holding the checkpoint at uh, at Riven and even dying on the last encounter but still getting the Petra's run triumph to pop up Really interesting. Even if you you can't achieve it, it's just a really good video for you to kind of... Hold on. Hold on. In regards to that, sorry. I I was actually outside. That's why I had to run in before. Uh, (laughs) My headphones work, but my microphone, unfortunately, is still inside. Um, You can can just see that guy. He's listening to it. I know this one. I know this one. Running. The Petra's run thing, do it quickly because the other... um, uh, the other uh, thing that, that they had where you can get a flawless, the dungeon, Bungie just patched. So they're probably going to patch this pretty soon too. So hurry up and get it before Bungie patches it. But what I'm saying is even if you if you don't want to try and look at it, because like Froggy says, it's a bit of a cheat to kind of do this as a flawless run. It's really interesting to see where he's kind of going and what he how he's doing it to get through to do this in reverse. And it's interesting to see that you can actually do it in reverse. That'll be Bungie's next challenge. Be like, do the raid, but backwards. Let's not give them any Just revive ideas. the boss. That's all you got to do. Yes. Oh, they've done that one already. They've already played that one. So have you two got any questions for Parody and Respawn before we go? No. I do. Go on then. What's your question? It's for Parody. How pink is he? The pinkest, my friend. The pinkest. I get a new armor piece or weapon, and I say, how good does this look pink? That's the question. Um, one for respawn. Yeah. What is his favorite subclass? Mm, that's easy. Bottom tree stalker. There you go. Bottom tree night stalker. Yeah, because it does a lot of damage, mm-hmm. and you can go invisible. Mm-hmm. But... 
Stasis is a very close second for Hunter. Very close. Panic super. One for Alexander. What's your favorite subclass? What character are we talking about? Any character, any subclass. What's your favorite? Hmm. I think probably bottom tree solar hunter. Hmm. Why is that? Throwing knife. <laughs> nice. Phoenix, what's your favorite? Barrage. What do you like that one the most, Phoenix? It's got so many knives, so I don't have to <laughs> throw one knife at a time. Hey, Phoenix, right now, <clears throat> I don't know if your dad showed you, but there's a build for your favorite subclass, okay? Which allows you to use your super and then get it back immediately. Every time. Let me guess. Shards of Galanor? Shards of Galanor is part of it. It's Shards of Galanor. But you also have to do uh, five stacks of light and energy conversion. So you throw your blades, but before your blades land, you throw a grenade, which gives you half your super back. And then when you kill something with Shards of Galanor, you get the rest of it back. But what shades of Galanor? We're going to have to take a trip to Zerf. <laughs> shards of Galinar is a. Is I have so many legendary shards. Well, like a million. Yes. Shards of Galinar. Where you can get your super back faster for Blade Barrage. And Indy, what's your favorite build or favorite subclass? Night Stalker. Did he just tell you that? <laughs> no. No. Because she didn't know what the thing was called. Top tree, middle tree, or bottom tree? Top tree. And one for you. How much do you like sweet business? One for me, is that? It, it's the sweetest of business. <laughs> hmm And that's it for this week. Those, those are our tips, tricks, guys, and builds. I'm going to do the outro now, guys. You're not doing the outro. Oh, then parody. Time to go. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Your Titans outnumbered, but not outgunned this week. Our parody of Night Demon, your hunter brigade led by no one response in real life is Alex, Indy, Phoenix, and Sparklearf. Your lore scribe leading the charge into the darkness with all the books is not Arf. You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. You can find the show on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram at you guessed it, friends, two titans and a hunter. We're on Facebook as well. We're on YouTube. We're all ever, we're everywhere you would want to find us. If you need raid help, go to the Guardian Hub or Guardian Downcast. They have Xboxes now. They're still more competent than we are. You can find all those good folks at lfg.frozen.party. We're here to offer raid hindrance, trials hurt, and ginkling. Find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live, baseball on PC. Watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. And uh, now for the free-for-all. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye! Bye! Hardy, I got one question. No, no questions. Goodbye. Are you wearing <laughs> pants? Go. Bye. Hardy! Am I wearing pants? Yes, I am wearing pants. It's important to record podcasts with pants on. <laughs>
<laughs> While he's looking that up, uh, for the kids out there, um, did any of y'all play Destiny 1? Yes. No. Alex? Well, Dad, you had me play it. Well, <laughs> I didn't play that much. So, like, yes, no, and because I had to. I like it. No, not because he had to. He enjoyed playing it. Don't let him... Mm. I, I did. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Uh-huh. He says, Son, you can have dinner once you get Dad's character up another 10 levels. That's just the agreement we made. <laughs> See, I wish it was like that, but most of the time it was me jumping on his account to get his character leveled up, man. <laughs> Yeah, but now you want me to get on your account and do Crucible stuff for you. Uh, cool down. Uh, now, it's only because everybody now knows. I see where all those screenshots like, came from with all his high KD and his uh, kill streaks and all that. Now it all makes sense. It's not just me that gets this on to play for. <laughs> no, to date, he has yet to actually do it. He just like we, he's telling me like we know. Dad, you have to earn numbers. it. Dad, mm-hmm. you have to earn it. Mm-hmm. Child saying. Dad's making me play Crucible. I know. I'm not going to get on your account just because he's See? going to. <laughs> See? You're not my dad. Oh. My, my, my son will get on my account and play for me. You're not my dad. Me. Yes, I am. Well, you can't make me. Yes, I can. Yes, you're not well, my son, are you? You're parenting I'm not going to. No. no. <laughs> I'm going to parenting some for the show. Okay, just for the show. I'll have to break the news to my wife. She'll be uh, confused. And thrilled. <laughs> No, but how did how does it tie into the gun? Is what he's asking because I don't get the connection yeah. either. I have no idea. I don't write the law. This is the law tab on the Hawkmoon. What do we employ you for? <laughs> you don't employ me. I volunteer. <laughs> we hope that you have a a very merry Christmas and happy New Year, and happy holidays and and Hanukkah and. All of the, the last day of Hanukkah. On the, on the recording, it's the last day of Hanukkah, I believe. Is, is it? Okay. I have no idea about anything Trying else. to be oh, all inclusive. We don't want anybody to be left out. Uh, sorry, I, I know a, I know one at least one Jewish person. They told me. Hi, Orchid. Hi, Orchid? Huh? Just saying hello, Orchid. Oh, hi. Or- okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> See, no, hi, no, I, or kid. I, he thought no, you said hi or kid. No, I thought he said hi or kid, like it's some kind of like Jewish word for like happy Hanukkah or something. I don't know, man. I thought it was our like kid, yeah, our kid. Hi, it's our kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's our kid. You know what? I hate all of you. I'm going. <laughs>